I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're a fast cook? That's it? Are we to believe that boiling water soaks into a grit faster in your kitchen than on any place on the face of the earth? I don't know. Well, perhaps the laws of physics cease to exist on your stoves. Were these magic grits? Between a rock and a hard place And you ain't getting out without messing your face Stick around for a while, have a nice pace If you like it, you're in the right place Welcome, you are listening to Jim and Them, episode 678, part two. We are knee deep in the streamathon. We are officially almost five hours in, and we're really happy that you decided to join us here. I am starting to go a little crazy. I've been in this studio for too long, and I'm getting a little cock hungry. I'm looking to the left of me. I'm looking to the right of me, and everything looks tasty. Ooh, look at that morsel over there. Right now, the cock I'm looking at belongs to Jeff Murphy. Yes, I am the ass ambassador of cock, Jeff. Uh, and, you know, I, I would be selfish if I used my time here. To not help out my my guy Joe Biden, he just started his Spotify podcast, moved out 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 to Austin, Texas, on here. So I'm pleased to bring on my good friend, the powerful Joe Biden. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a new I got a new show on Spotify. Uh, I got a new podcast, and uh, I'd like to do uh, my new segment. Uh, stoner thoughts with Joe Biden. <laughs> I kind of sound like Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, what love of it. Sneakers, sneakers, <laughs> sneakers, sneakers. Okay, stoner thoughts. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the people I know that have the hardest time keeping it together emotionally are people that that don't work out. The number one reason why, why marijuana is illegal is because the pharma cartel does not want you to grow your own medicine. 
the, the Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper. <laughs> the first car ever made ran on hemp oil. Hemp seeds are also the healthiest food on the planet with with the highest highest protein content out of any plant. We're going to make it federal legal. <laughs> One of the most fascinating lessons I've absorbed about life is that the struggle is good. Uh, uh, to really appreciate life, you got you to gotta know you're going to die. Jesus. That there's only two reasons that you hate gay, ma- gay marriage. <laughs> you're, you're dumb. Or you're, you're secretly worried that dicks are delicious. Hashtag hate. Hashtag gay. Hashtag dumb. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the powerful Joe, Bo- Joe Bogan. Joe Biden. Joe Bogan. The, with Joe Bogan quotes. I'll see you on Spotify later. It's me, Joe, Joe Bygone. Thank you so much, Joe Bygone. <laughs> I really appreciate you joining us for the streamathon. Uh, 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 I was getting real cock hungry for a second there, but that was the, the least sexy thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes, yeah, some uh, you know quotes from Joe Biden from his podcast. I need someone to turn me on again, so I guess I'll just look to my right and start. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> look at that! Look at that over there! Oh, that's right. I'm getting hot, hot and bothered looking at Jim Scampoli. Yo, yo, Jim Scampoli. Let me take a second here to introduce introduce to you. A very special friend of mine. He goes by the name of Set the Record Straight Jim. Get on over here and set the record straight, Jim. Yo, let me set the record straight for podcasters. (laughs) We're here to drop in a little interview, impromptu interview that popped up at the end of part one. And if you're an idiot that wasn't listening live, you almost missed it. But we're going to play it here for part two. Joseph Kahn called in. Thanks to everyone that tweeted to him. Uh, he took the bait and called in to speak to the best dudes. So check it out. Who's on the line? Hey, it's Joseph Kahn. Is it really Joseph Kahn? This is Joseph Kahn. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for calling in. We're doing uh, a call. I called. Yeah. Wow, this is so cool! <laughs> Holy Sorry, shit! We're, we thought people were. We Sorry, we are, we're used to people uh, duping us and uh, mocking <laughs> us. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's up? You wanted to talk? Let's talk. Hey, yeah. hold on for a second. I'm trying to see if I can put this on my um, speakerphone. Okay. I don't know how this works. Hold on. All right. Oh my god, Jim. What if this isn't him? Yeah, he just hangs up. <laughs> I gotta check it with my speakerphone. Ah, fuck these guys. They, they weren't funny enough. <laughs> well, I'm out of here. Dick. <laughs> it would be uh, it would be our luck that either yeah it was a test that we failed or it was someone tricking us. Long con. Oh, the long uh, con, but K H A N. I can't I can't put this on my speakerphone. What, what's the deal with Skype? Hold on. Uh, Is there a way to do this? Are you on Skype right now? I am. Yeah, on your phone, you should be able to just, yeah, throw it on a little speaker for you. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this worked. Whatever, I'll just, I'll just uh, go put it to my ear, which I hate. It's cool. Okay, so, sorry, man. man. It's kind of a vibe. Starting off on a wrong foot. Yeah. We're, we apologize. Well, we just want to thank you for calling in. We're doing a streamathon right now. Uh, we're what? How many hours? We're, we're about four hours into our 30-hour stream. So we really appreciate you taking the time out. We saw you were making a Korean snack. What kind of what snack was that that you're creating? It is uh, just rice. It's just 
<laughs> I just glanced at it. I'm sorry. I guess that was yeah, the Jimmy, joke. It's this Korean uh, it's, uh, <laughs> delicacy. It's called rice. I'm sorry. I was. We're in the middle of broadcasting. I just checked to see if you tweeted recently. I guess that was the joke I completely missed. Uh, so let's start out with a question we ask everybody. Who are you beefing with right now? Who am I beefing with? Uh, I'm not beefing with anybody. I'm just a... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't have any enemies. I really don't. But aren't I, I don't you? Think I do. I mean, you're kind of like a bad boy indie filmmaker. Yeah. Although, I mean, also like an amazing music video director. But it seems like you know you don't pull no punches uh, with, with when it comes to like the Hollywood, you know, not calling people out. But does that just work in your favor where you don't have any enemies by doing that? Uh, man, I don't really know what the you know hollywood thinks of me to be honest with you because i'm not really part of that system i just yeah. do my thing you know and um so i mean maybe that's why i'm not directing marvel movies or something you know? <laughs> <laughs> um i just uh i don't know i'm in a weird situation because i think a lot of people when they go into that particular system they're they have to obey the rules because it's how they make their money you know and if you piss off the wrong people which that town definitely you can do that and you can be instantly out of the business and I'm kind of dealing with that right now, not on me, but with someone else that I know. And um, if you're kind of like in that system, then you have to play by the rules or you will get completely screwed out of it. But I have something that um, that they don't uh, they can't control. Like I have money. You know? Yeah. So, um, so because I make so much money doing, you know, commercials and music videos, I don't really need Hollywood, you know, um, so I don't have to beg them for work. If they don't want to give me work, then I just don't work. I'll just do my own thing. So, so you're not beefing with anyone, really but people are beefing with you. I have no idea if they're beefing with me. I don't really care. Nice. <laughs> I'm just doing my own thing. And that's the way they do it. Well, because also from an outsider's perspective, so is it that separate? Because I was actually going to ask that. For people that don't know, if you're in the chat, Joseph Kahn, he's, he's, uh, he's, he made the movies Bodied. Detention, of course, the classic Torque, which I don't know why Torque is in in the Fast and Furious era right now with the multiple sequels. Yeah, but so is it that separate where you could make? Because I mean, you're a pretty prolific music video director. That doesn't really interfere where like someone looks at your film and like, oh, this is a little too controversial. I don't want you making my video. No, not at all. Because I think uh, the record industry and the film business are com two completely different ecosystems mm. they're so completely separate you know uh and when i hopped over into the studio world i was actually quite shocked because the people that i'm used to dealing with the executives are actually quite cool you know like if you're a record company executive yeah you're kind of douchey at times i guess you know and some of those things that you see on um all those rock biopics it's true these guys party they do drugs you know they have orgies whatever the hell's going on i've seen it all <laughs> right yeah. um, i mean you worked with blink 182 <laughs> But then when you hop over into the studio world, those people are really square. They really are. They're not cool in any way whatsoever. <laughs> they, they, they come from business school. They, they have MBAs. Like, people in the record business don't think that way, you know? And these guys are super conservative. It, it's a completely different world. And they play these weird corporate games where they don't tell you the truth. And people say in the record business they don't tell you the truth. Well, what they, they lie to you in the record business is the amount of enthusiasm they may have for, like, your song. You know, they may, they may over-exaggerate how awesome a song is, and they do that sort of head dance that we all do when we listen to a song a little <laughs> bit too much. Um, but the stuff that happens in the film side, uh, it's, it's this weird sort of intellectual one gamesmanship of 
trying to justify your thoughts on plot or characters or whatever. And, and, and they don't, they, they, they sort of speak like human beings. You think it is, but what you realize is that they're really trying to find consensus and they're like one organism and they're trying to find which organism they are at any particular point in order to bully you into doing whatever the hell the organism wants. And they're just trying to identify what that organism is. And, and that seems to be the main preoccupation with a lot of the film side of it. Whereas on the music side of it, it just seems to be a little bit more gut instinct and, and kind of like anything goes. So, um, no, they're two completely different like things. And so if you fail at the film side, you can still have a record career, like 100%. It has nothing to do with each other. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's awesome to hear. Now you're, you kind of don't have much fear on social media that I feel like other people do or other people, I guess, in the industry. Is it kind of an extension of that? Like, I mean, sometimes you might get some shit from like Taylor Swift fans or stuff or something like that from some of the things you tweet. Is that ever a thought of like, quote, being canceled or anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, of course I could get canceled and anybody can get canceled. Yeah. You know, uh, it is a it is a very dangerous thing out there and it's getting frankly worse. And I made a movie about it called Bodied. Of course, um, we love it. And. And uh, yeah, thank you. And I, I feel that I have re- become more reserved in terms of even how I sort of interact with Twitter. Um, I it's like uh, it's interesting. Like I don't think I'm actually telling a lot of the truth on Twitter these days, anyways. Because what? Why bother? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you fooled so, us with your I snack. Think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tricked us. Well, I mean, I, 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 my, my level of untruth is still more truthful than everybody else, quite frankly, you know, <laughs> but w- what am I really thinking? Sometimes I'm writing more in code these days, you know, and I think smart people will know that I'm writing in code and they know what I'm talking about, but I, I have to write in a way that I go past the sort of angry teenagers that keep fucking trying to cancel me, you know? Yeah. And kind of like what you're saying. So even like the, to you, the reserved version it's still edgy kind of in this climate. So like even that people kind of are like, Ooh, that's, that's a little close. Uh, so, you know, does that ever come up or like, I guess since you've been making videos for so long, your art, people already know you well enough. So it's, does the, do things like that ever get in the way? Like, like you said, it is its own ecosystem, but do you ever like push the edge with that? Or people just know you and it's just kind of like, Oh no, that's Joseph. We, we trust him. He's got a vision. Let's go for it. I think that I have to be respectful on a certain level to my clients. You know, like if I'm doing um, commercials for major corporations and big artists, I can't necessarily be the wild child that sort of uh, draws a lot of terrible attention to them. You know, Um, it's not my business at this point. Um, Like I'm, I'm there to sort of sell a lot of records or sell a lot of product, you know? So uh, if I'm going in there and just fucking up the works, uh, and drawing really terrible attention to them, it's kind of a negative. But at the same time, um, I, I, I can't like just walk a tightrope all the time. Uh, it, it's, I don't have the answers, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sort of playing it by ear. And, and uh, right now I'm saying whatever I generally want to say. Um, but uh, you know, I'm being a little smarter in terms of um, not getting myself – fired off, uh, you know, a giant $3 million commercial or something, you know? Well, you mentioned like Marvel movies or something like that. Like, is that still something from your perspective that you would go for, or do you even not see yourself in that realm? You just like kind of being able to make your own things. 
You know, um, three years ago, I would have, without hesitation, go, yeah, absolutely, I do a Marvel movie. You know, um, um, I would have the biggest conflict I had was trying to figure out like how could I keep my voice as a filmmaker and um, and execute you know my stuff under that system. And I felt like you know there's a version of of me that can do that because I do commercials and I'm not necessarily like doing personal statements when I do these commercials. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, every shot I do is being filtered through agency and clients and test marketing and literally like, you know, uh, you do 13 shots in a commercial, every thir- every shot of those 13 shots has been completely filtered through a system, you know? Yeah. Um, so I know how to work within that particular system, but the thing about a commercial is that I'm only on it for two weeks when I'm shooting, you know, like a Marvel movie, you're on it for two years. So, um, like what, 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 what do you feel like as an artist at the end of two years, what, what growth have you done? And quite frankly, has it impacted you in a way that did you waste two years of development of your time and, and suddenly not become a better filmmaker at the end of it, you know? And, you know, cause like, I remember like going to film school and I could have taken the whole four years, but I realized that the four years could have been done in, in like literally a couple months. And that's what I did. I, I did a couple months, took every course I could, then dropped out. I didn't need to wait four years to learn the lessons of film school. And so do I really need two years to learn the lessons of a studio movie? And that's what's more important to me about about like my growth as a filmmaker. Am I accelerating at the speed that I want to? And um, am I learning things? And you know, uh, if I take two years, two years is a significant amount of time, guys. It's a, yeah. it's a fifth yeah. of a decade. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, and if you waste too many years, before you know it, you, you're you're old, and you look back and you go, "What did I do with my life?" And so I'm always highly conscious of that. So so that was my perspective of in terms of the conflict I had three years ago. Now. The difference now is that I have a two-year-old girl that I, you know, a baby that I love and a family that I love, you know, and the entire idea of taking two years away from her um, and not getting to see her turn into a four-year-old or a five-year-old or six-year-old um, for something that I'm not that passionate about and damaging her life, that is now a new part of the um, equation that never existed before, you know? Mm. So I'm now hesitant in terms of taking big chunks of my time away from my daughter. Um, and I know JJ felt that way about on star Wars. That's the reason why he wanted to turn down star Wars. And as a, as a single man, I didn't understand how that can happen. But now as a married man with a family, I completely get it. You know, like there's other things that, uh, that take priority over that stuff. So I'm in a beautiful situation right now where I can hop onto music videos and commercials and whatever I want to do. And I can still see my daughter. If I do a giant movie, you know, it's all the same sort of uh, like, you know, uh, existential ideas in terms of like growth that, that are still there. And on top of it, uh, I'm taking time away from the one thing that matters to me. Oh, absolutely. And so in that same respect, then, because like, you know, you mentioned that you have money and you've put your money where your mouth is when you've made your own films uh, like out of the system. So does that take away from the idea of like gambling like that of of like putting putting all in in a project or you know are we still going to be a few years away from another joseph Kahn project or it just kind of depends on how how things go well guess what guys i only do like one film a decade anyway yeah (laughs) are we another eight years away still or or what what are we talking wait till your daughter's 10 and you don't care about the 10 to 12 (laughs) period it's like that's when you go make a movie 
Well, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, having a, having a family now definitely puts more of a squeeze in terms of what I do with my money. Um, I, I, I don't want to gamble my money to the point where I can't send my kid to college. You know, yeah. So um, there's that. I, you know, I wish there was a, a way for me to make these things without having to put my, mo- uh, my own money into it, but also have all the control at the same time. And that is a hard thing to do. The reason why I even have control to be able to do something like detention and body and Power Rangers because it's, it's money that I'm putting up. Now, not necessarily money I have. A lot of times I'm borrowing it against you know personal loans and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and other investors coming in and I owe them the, that particular money. But, but, the, but the, the, the benefit of it is that I can do whatever I want and no one can tell me anything. You know? And so I don't, you know, there's an interesting thing where I don't think that the world quite understands what those movies are um, in that they are completely uninhibited. Like detention and body are exactly what I want to make. There is no compromise whatsoever. Um, there is no situation in the world where most figures can just do whatever they want, and that's it, and that's the final product. And also, and let's be honest, I have a skill set that is beyond most filmmakers. I know this, you know. Uh, that's why people pay me a lot of money to do these commercials and music videos because I know how to shoot things and, and make things look better than anybody else. And instead of doing that and giving it to a Marvel movie or some studio thing, I've decided to take my own money and do it for myself, you know? And so it's not a matter of like, oh, he just made, you know, one of, one of those crappy independent movies that are kind of like half-assed. No, they're, they're super polished, super yeah. professional. They have a vision, um, and they're executed by one of the top technicians in, in the world, me, you know? <laughs> and, and I don't think people quite understand what those movies are, uh, that they're super risky, they're super insane, and no one else can do them but me. Um, and you know, if I die right now, uh, and um, and all I've made was detention, bodied, um, and even my short Power Rangers and stuff like that, I, I feel like I'm already in the history books. It, it, people don't know that yet. Maybe after you know I die, they'll figure that out. But I know what I did, you know. So you know, if I ever do another movie, it's it's got to be for a reason, you know. It's got to be for a reason. Otherwise, I'm wasting my time, money, and um, in my family's time. Absolutely. Well, it, yeah, because there's a breakdown of, I believe, like the first 10 minutes of Bodied where you do a commentary. And like if, if people in the chat or whatever haven't seen that, I, I highly uh, recommend it because, yeah, you you explain it all out, all the thought and the way the shots were put together. And even to the extent of like, it's not like you had a lot of coverage because you knew exactly what you wanted. And as you said, you don't have someone kind of over your shoulder, you know, with their own recommendations or trying to give their own input but does that ever get daunting or you know do you ever feel like oh maybe i do need another eye on this or are you just kind of that confident or like a superman going through and uh just like executing no i I feel super confident i I feel like i think about um my craft more than anybody else you know like I, i put so much time every day thinking about how to improve my craft what the craft is how a shot works make shot better, what a dolly is, what a camera is, what, what subjectivity is, you know, all these little sort of nuances. And, and I know when, when I have material that is personal and I've absorbed it and it's coming out from a true place, it always comes out great, you know? Um, and that, that's true for music videos as well. Like that's why I feel like my music videos are better than my commercials. My commercials are definitely better than, um, my, my TV shows and stuff like that. It's funny. Like, a lot of commercials I do, I don't think are that good because they are filtered that process and it becomes more academic for me. I'm, I'm thinking more intellectually and, and, and making it a mosaic that other people can like smash and put together how they want, you know? And, and when I do like 
the personal projects um, and the, everything locks in exactly as I want, they all, it's it, it just, it's like literally just taking what's in your head and heart and putting it out. And that's true art. Um, I have seen, for instance, um, myself do television shows. And I've done that as an experiment. I did like two episodes of Sweet Fishes. I did Crazy Ex-Girlfriend episode. I did uh, something for my friend uh, uh, Brian Taylor uh, for Happy. I did an episode of that, you know? Wait, yeah. which episode and of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend did you do? Uh, I did uh, season three, episode four, where she uh, she goes crazy and she starts stalking her boyfriend. And Oh, man. I didn't even that, know you were involved in that. That rules. Yeah, thanks. Um, but, I, you know, even... I think there's good stuff in there, but when I watch all those TV shows, I'm karaokeing, you know, I'm, I'm pretending to direct for other people, you know, and I try to engage as much as I can, but because there's always this sort of pressure to hit the schedule and, and not block the actors a certain way and not infringe upon the show's visual style and not, you know, rock the boat too much. I restrain myself and I'm finding pockets and individual scenes and shots to sort of flourish and do things. But as a collective whole, it, it doesn't feel like me. And therefore it doesn't feel in totality like I did anything, you know? <clears throat> and that's a very disappointing feeling every time I do one of those things. Like, uh, I, I don't feel like I've actually done my best work. Um, the beautiful thing about those particular projects, though, is that I did take things out of it. I learned how to work with other people, and I, I learned what TV shows are like, and it's all a fascinating thing, and learned how to use other people's writing and stuff. Uh, but ultimately, on a deep, intrinsic level, it's so unfulfilling, and it doesn't feel like I'm actually directing, you know? Yeah, because like you said, and it's so, more like a showrunner or, or basically matching up with the rest of a series rather than bringing in like your own vision. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that, that sucks, but, you know, I will tell you that I have written uh, a lot of scripts in the meantime, uh, for every script that every movie I make, there's like, like 10 other scripts that I've written, you know, <laughs> just for fun. Um, so, and some of these would blow your mind if I actually made them. Um, but they're fucking impossible to make. You gotta, you gotta yeah. make them. We're daring we you to make one right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting for him. Now, are, were our tweets annoying? I mean, I guess you called in, so it wasn't too bad, huh? No, it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's like it's like uh, I'm waiting for my rice cookie to cook. So I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you guys about that thing because I'm gonna get that rice cookie. Then I'm gonna watch the Untouchables. That was my plan tonight. Oh so, hell yeah! So how much time we got on the rice cookie? How much time we got left? I don't know. My my alarm will beep probably okay. in like you know, ten fifteen minutes or like All right, that. Cool. Uh, here is another question that we ask everybody, and uh, <laughs> the chat's asking for it. So now, when it comes to porno, do you prefer like? Gonzo, like scene, 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 or do you want like a storyline? Oh God! Uh, so I'm a married man now <laughs> with a family, so yeah, I, sex is not porn. important to me anymore. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you, when before I gave up sex and and all that stuff, you know, um, it, got, it got to a point actually. You know, as a younger man, you just care about the scene and the whiz bang of it all, right? The close up and yeah. the and the particular act, right? And then as you get older, uh, uh, what I found is that uh, it's interesting. Uh, never in the condition of human beings has the, the, has the male species been able to have access to as many <laughs> like sort of sexual acts to visually watch. It's not natural, yeah. you know, uh -huh. it, it, and it fucks up dudes. And I feel that's why the birth rate is so low. That's why I feel like uh, – uh, that you know the the interrelationships of people are just completely off. They're just 
like guys now are just getting satiated and, 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 uh, and on a weird level, it, it's completely demolished society. I, I really feel that, you know, they're not into guns. Um, they don't want to just have sex. <laughs> well, no, I agree. And never mind just someone who's in their twenties or thirties, just kids growing up that have always had it just the, the norm. It's what they're used to just at the click of a button. I, I actually had this conversation with another friend of mine. Um, I actually think whatever the hell porn has done, it's actually made the modern female not as attractive to me uh, than, like, say, the girls from the 80s. I feel like the girls from the 80s, maybe it's because that's the time at which I became interested in sex and stuff like that, you yeah. know, growing up in puberty and stuff like that. So I actually liked uh, vintage porn. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, <that laughs> nice, dude. I like it. Let's go. Yeah, it's got that nostalgia factor because it's, it's got, got that, s- that film grain. Yeah, on. exactly. It's like rewatching Jurassic Park or Hook or something, but it's porn. <laughs> yeah, it's I, don't, I, I don't like the, the late 80s stuff, uh, which I should be more interested in because that's when I was like full on teenager because yeah. they, they, they switched to video and, and uh, it just felt like a little too immediate. But that, that era in the early 80s that, where it was like shot and lit and on film, and uh, there's a kind of like a, a there's a distance to it because it's like kind of soft looking, you know. Yeah. And 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 it's scored to music, you know. <laughs> and uh, and they're actually trying to act and pretend they're into each other and their stories and uh, like that. And also there's hair, you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with magical I mean, hair, like and it was actually line, natural. Bro. It was like growing out of assholes and shit like that. You know, <laughs> like uh, like that to me was exciting you know and 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 if i were into porn that's what i'd be into all this other stuff now is fairly uninteresting to me and so that's definitely storyline then like that era is the era of a story i mean there's still story if you were to ever watch yeah if 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 it were the case what a thoughtful breakdown of pornography (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's a great answer that's why we have (laughs) such a good question (laughs) uh and i i mean you you tweet about crypto a lot is that are you going to roll out an NFT? Could that be the idea to get the financing for the next film? I don't know. I was thinking about like, should I try to do the NFT thing? But, no, uh, like know, a rice. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I don't understand uh, NFT still to this point. Like, uh, mm. no matter what argument anybody has, I still don't see why something is worth sixty nine million dollars or something you can get for free. You know, yeah. In and a closed I, you know, ecosystem, like, I think yeah. they make sense, but in an open ecosystem, I think they stop me. Like, if you're a video game and you're doing something, or you're a weird app like fake trading cards. Like, there's a world where you can picture like 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 digital card games are essentially a weird version of NFTs in a lot of ways. But the second you open the ecosystem to just like a world where someone can click like a meme. and get the thing, then it, that's when it stops making any sense. And I just don't understand what, what people are doing. Well, look, here's, I'll give you a little background in terms of finances for me. Okay. Um, like, like I'm Asian. Okay. So I, <laughs> you know, I'm an immigrant that came to America. Uh, my mom's a waitress. My dad's a mailman. You know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So the entire idea of money was always interesting to me. I'll be completely honest with you, you know, cause I didn't have it as a kid. And I, I always thought as a kid, wouldn't it be great to have a million dollars one day? And that was my goal as, as like, you know, from eight year old Joseph, I want to, cause I had heard it from my parents. Asians by the way, are fucking greedy. That's what we are. You know? like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't come to and start studying to be a doctor just to save people. No, we, we, we studied to be a doctor so we can make a lot of money. That's the whole point of being a doctor or a lawyer or any of that stuff, you know? Like, you know, if one thing Asians know about America is it's the easiest country in the world to succeed in. Cause you know what, you know what, it, all it takes to become, you know, a hundred thousand here in America. Do you know all it takes? 
You know what? all you have to do? What? And make an A. Give me a fucking break. Well, you come here, make an A, <laughs> yeah. you're going to get into college, and then you're going to get a good job. And, and maybe you're not going to make a million dollars right off the bat, but you'll get enough that you'll blow away whatever your parents were making, you know? So, no, like, the, 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 the sort of part of me that's Asian that says go make money has always been there, you know? And, um, and so before I even started filmmaking, um, you know, it was this calculation about will filmmaking make me rich, you know, because if it wasn't, I was not going to do it. You know? uh, I, I don't I don't come from that sort of Western perspective of just do it and then fulfill yourself and and, and be poor. Uh, fuck that. It was not the way I was going to do it. So, you know, that's why I made an actual calculation to go into music videos. Because having no connections in the business, uh, no, no one, like literally nobody I knew, music videos were the cheapest way to get into the business, and it seemed like uh, an actual business I could start. And that's how I started. I started making a business out of music videos, and I climbed my way up from like literally forty dollar videos to hundred dollar videos to two thousand dollar videos to hundred thousand dollar videos to million and five million dollar videos. I mean, it was a it was a business decision to do it that way. It was a business decision to stay in commercials. It was a business decision on every other level. And then after I did Torque, which was my studio uh, uh, version of, uh, of going into it, and, and I really realized that was a losing battle, you know? Like, when I went into Torque, you know, I was a kid, and I was a kid at that point, making a shit ton of money, and then they paid me so little money for two years' worth of work. Like, literally, I went into it fairly wealthy. I'm telling you, by the time I finished Torque, I had $300 in my, in my bank account. Um, I, I was about to lose everything, you know? And... The movie bombed, and at the end of it, I was like dead broke and scrambling to try to pay my bills, you know. And I said, I can't ever do that again. It's just like, it's it's ridiculous. And the and here's the dirty secret in Hollywood: the vast majority of filmmakers, even the successful ones, are broke. You know, they don't pay directors that much. They pay movie stars a lot. Um, they pay maybe showrunners, I guess, these days. But those day-to-day directors that do movies, imagine if you're a hit director, right? Like, if you're a hit director, you've made maybe two, three hit movies in a row, right? Mm-hmm. And your first movie, you didn't get paid much. Your second movie made a million dollars, maybe. And your third movie, maybe you get something out of it, you know? But then that means you had a decade of being the top director in Hollywood. And then the next decade, most likely, you're not going to have that career anymore, you know? Yeah. So yeah. the vast majority of directors are not, don't even get to that level. They, they end up in TV, and TV pays like shit for directors. It's absolutely fucking horrible. Um, so the vast majority of directors don't make that much money. So it's always been a calculation for me in terms of how to manage my finances in order to be as artistic as I can. You know, I purposefully went in to, to make a lot of money at my business. So then I could take the money and do be as artistic as I want when I choose to be, you know, I don't have to be the artist on every single job. Some jobs are paydays. Some jobs, some are exchanges. But, uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm flexible to be as artistic as you want me to be or non-artistic or provide the service or whatever, be as passionate as you want to be. But ultimately, it's an exchange. And then I've done it in a way where then I can just take the money that I make. And then every once in a while, once a decade, I put into something I truly 100% like, like am passionate about. And that's the way I sort of justify it and, and have designed my career. Well, I think that's great because it's like, you have like they tell a lot of filmmakers say if you want to be a filmmaker you can't have a fallback you got to go all in and it's like you kind of had a fallback but your fallback was still filmmaking in a lot of ways or it was like you were still in the business so it's not like you're like 
you know, hey, if this accounting doesn't work out, you know, if this filming doesn't work out, I'm like always be an accountant or whatever. So I think that's a very well, smart like angle to come at it with. Well, well, the second part of it has been that the money that I did make, I invested. You know, yeah. um, the, the the worst investments ever made were in the movies themselves. Those were the passion plays. But whenever I did have the money, starting from a very early age, I always invested in stocks and uh, properties and all that stuff, and now crypto and all that. And I do feel that you have to see yourself as a director as running a business because you literally do incorporate as an S corporation for tax purposes. And you have to take all the money that you have as an asset class, as an investment class, and you have to figure out how to like pump up that money. And then that money becomes power. You know, Mm. Um, if you don't have the money, then you are a bitch. You're literally going to do whatever anyone else says because you, uh, it's a drug that, that they feed you and they know they can control you with it. So uh, learning how to do stocks and investments and crypto and real estate and all that stuff, that is literally the most important thing I think sometimes a director can do in order to retain um, independence. Hmm. If I take anything away from this conversation, it's that Joseph Kahn is smarter than like anyone in the world. (laughs) It's kind of insane. (laughs) That's great. Now, have you ever caught yourself being like too Hollywood and you're like, whoa, slow down, Joseph, you're being a Hollywood douche. Or would you just bask in like, yes, I've made it. I'm a Hollywood douche. You know, I've never really, you know, it's the funniest thing. When Tort came out, people always accused me of being this Hollywood douchebaggy music video director. And I made this like douchey Hollywood, like whatever, like Fast and Furious one. But I was literally, I, I really was just making fun of the whole thing, you know? Um, like, like, and well, I... What's great about I, that is, sorry. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I was, cause I was going to say on Torque, I did see it in the theaters and I did laugh at it the whole way through, but... I didn't realize till later I was laughing with you. Like I did think I was laughing at the movie and then I realized like, Oh shit. No, of course he was in on it. It so seems that's obvious. Awesome. Yeah. It's kind of weird that, that that was, I mean, maybe it's marketing or whatever, but it yeah. seems obvious to yeah. me if you watch it, that that's what's happening. Yeah. I guess I was younger at the time. What can you, what can I say? But I'm sorry. Continue. Now, sometimes you don't really know what you're doing when you're doing something, you know? Um, and I, torque was made by a much younger version of myself. And, uh, and quite frankly, a much angrier version uh, of myself. And you have to understand, the person that made Twerk was a, an extremely pissed off dude, you know? And I was pissed off that people were telling me what to do on it. Like, I had just come from music videos where I was God and I could do anything I want. And then all of a sudden, I walk on set and they're literally faxing me new pages every day uh, and telling me to direct this. And I hated the lines. I hated, uh, like, you know, the story. I hated everything I was working with. I hated the producer who kept lying to me, you know? Yeah. So for me, like when I went into it, I came with the attitude of fuck you. I'm going to make you the fuck you film. You know, I'm going <laughs> to take everything and squeeze it to the maximum. I'm not taking the shit they say seriously. I'm poking fun at it. Um, and so it wasn't that it was consciously made as, uh, as like this beautiful parody. It was the director came in there with a bad attitude and took every scene and, twisted it you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well and then people and, are and, like and, you sold out you made all this money you're like no it, it ruined me <laughs> like, for instance like one of my favorite jokes in it is the product placement stuff you know yeah. like there's, there's so much pepsi in there and it had nothing to do with the studio studio didn't care about pepsi then pepsi didn't do anything. like all it is like, i try to find one product and i just kept repeating it over and over and i don't know why i did it because i thought it was funny you know and i just kept putting pepsi in every fucking scene and then at the end i have this thing where i actually wanted to, the, the final battle between um 
there's the Mountain Dew sign. It was originally I wanted Pepsi and Coke, you know, like uh, between each other, but it, it was all Pepsi products. So they, they forced me to use uh, Mountain Dew. So it's fine, whatever. But um, it, was, it, it was, it was less uh, intellectual in terms of what I was doing, but it was like this sort of, you like this sound, I'm going to give it to you more and more until it becomes fucking annoying. You know? So I was just repeating this visual thing as kind of a fuck you. Oh, that's great. That's now, are good. you, are you in Los Angeles? Are you in California? No, I moved out. And that's what I was gonna. I was gonna that. ask if you were gonna flee like everyone's fleeing. So I guess that's the answer. You you've already kind of head out, huh? Uh, well, uh, you remember that whole speech I just made about uh, understanding your finances? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and doing it when COVID happened, you know, uh, I immediately had the second part. The CEO of Joseph Klein Enterprises looked at the year ahead. You know. Um, uh, you know, and I, that I'd made some really good stock moves, you know, immediately started buying a shit ton of Tesla stock when I was dropping. Um, uh, you know, I, I looked at different things and then I realized at a certain point with, uh, you know, I, I had a few things that I had to try to figure out, but once the Democrats came in and they were going to take over, um, and, and it was clear that Trump was going to lose and the Democrats come in, I didn't know completely, but as soon as the Democrats won, I fucking fled LA. <laughs> not that I hate the Democrats, not that I love Republicans, not any of that shit. But just on a pure practical level, taxes are going up, oh, you know, yeah. and in L.A., if you know anything about the way taxes work in L.A., it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal, you know. So um, and like as, as it came out today, you know, when they talk about like, um, you know, Biden is going to raise capital gains taxes to like, you know, 43 to 48 percent, you know, yeah. and that's before the 30 uh, raising uh, federal income tax to like 39 percent. You add those two numbers together, <laughs> it's like 90%, dude. Yeah. So there's no way I'm going to be able to make money. Uh, and when they talk about, you know, only rich people, well, I'm that person. I, sorry, I'm being honest with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's no way for me to make money at 90% taxes. So uh, it's like it was a matter of survival to move out and in order to continue to do what I'm doing, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I don't think you're going to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Um What's uh what's the cat embodied? What what is the cat to you? What is the cat to me? Uh, I actually don't know what you're talking about because I've never <laughs> seen this cat in the two songs. Oh, you haven't seen the cat in the movie that pops up sometimes? Nope. Never. Dude, you should watch this. You should movie. watch Body. Oh, Body's yeah. really good. Have you not seen it? He's always drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> Dude, it's great. There's a scene where the cat's in in the stall and then it kinda isn't there. Or it, it like appears there. But I was just wondering. I, I, I figured you weren't, weren't going to answer, but I, I had well, to. Well, he ask. hasn't seen it. Yeah, if you end up familiar. seeing the movie, can you like hit us back up and let us know what you think? Yeah. All right, dude. Guys, I think okay. I got, I'm burning my rice. Okay. Now. No. Uh, one, last yeah. thing, as you're heading out, just give uh, go ahead and just give a message to all your haters. I don't have haters. I love everybody. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a I think it's a weird thing that anybody would even take the energy to. Um, to hate on me because I'm so lovable. <laughs> like, I agree. Uh, it's true. Like, you proved it today. So, we, yeah. we we really appreciate you uh, calling and spending some time with us. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. It's very cool and uh, great insight. Great interview. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Have a good one. Later. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That was awesome. That's dude. That was fucking cool. That was great. How long was he on for? He was on for a while, yeah. right? Yeah, that was way longer than At I least thought. A full rice cooker. Well, he yeah, clearly he's on thirty six minutes. He clearly liked uh, like 
he's someone who knows how to talk. So yes. when you asked him a question, he had something to say about. He didn't mind like in, in like going into it. Well, because yeah, I've heard him on um, the slash film cast before. He was on a Creed um, review, and he was very good on that. And I've just watched when when we watched Bodied on stream. Uh, I was pulling some interview clips and and like every clip, like just on red carpet stuff or, or at like Sundance or whatever it was, film festival. Uh, he always had very insightful answers. Like he knows his shit and he like well, loves so Spielberg. smart at clowning on people on Twitter too. Yeah. Whenever he decides to clown on someone, it's always in a way where I'm like, oh, dude, how did he yeah. even do that? <laughs> and like I said, there's a great uh, like kind of commentary of the first 10 minutes of Bodied. I believe it's on YouTube and. Like his breakdown of the shots that he had and the way he storyboarded them out and what he was going for and what they mean. It's super, like, it's a guy, like he said, like, I don't feel like he was being, uh, like egotistical when he's like, I'm good at what I do. I know my shit. Yeah. Like, he absolutely does. And that is what separates. There are a lot of things that are either like some indie release or something. Cause technically, I think his movies are direct to DVD, but they're not, that's not what you'd, ex- it's not like no, a direct it's not, DVD. Yeah. Like it's not expect. a punishment. Yeah. Um, Jim, you're just out here talking to all your favorite directors. What's it like to be you right now? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of him. So I so that's so because I kind of did think he would be the type that would just call in. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because we really did. If you look back now on us being like, wait, is this really you? Yeah, wait. And then we're like sitting here like, yeah, coming up with theories about how it's not him. (laughs) And then it's just like him. And he's just like, yeah, it's me. What's up? (laughs) Let me see what Caesar's yelling about. Hold on a second. All right, cool. Wow, that was really cool. That was really fun. You see, have, did you ever end up watching Detention? Uh, I saw part of Detention. Okay. I saw all of Bodied. Because I know we were like pushing you to watch it when you were still doing um, uh, Asterpiece. Yeah, I think I was working when because Jim screamed it, screamed okay. it on uh, uh, the Jim and the Monsters. Detention's so good. Yeah. yeah, Detention's fantastic, and it just feels like a, a Murph movie, if nothing else. Well, in the Blink One Eighty Two Always video, everyone, everyone yeah. loves that um, one. If you could, people, if you're in the chat, can you just tweet at him and say that that was great? Yeah. thank you so much yeah. for calling. Thank him. Yeah. Tell him you like the interview because it, it was. Awesome. I mean, it was literally yeah. great. I mean, We're not yeah, blowing he asked smoke. The porn yeah. question. He had like a great yeah, the, dope, the dopest <laughs> answer of all time. Yeah, I, like yeah, that's why we're a master interviewer. And yeah, who are you beefing with? I didn't know he worked on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which makes perfect sense. Yeah, he's like it sucked. He's got a good sense of humor and he knows music. So it's like, oh, of course that you can like film something that has like, because the, the cutaways in those shows are essentially little music videos. So like, of course he would make perfect sense to want to like try and get him involved in something. It's funny. Cause he just tweeted that Cause PD Pablo tweeted something about fantastic interviews, best Colin. And he's like, I just realized I added capital gains on top of federal tax. That's not the way it works. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about my rice cookie. <laughs> I was going to say, but I didn't want to, you know, contradict him during, during the interview, but. You know, if he would have had more time, I would have asked him more about the Power Rangers thing, too, because I don't think a lot of people think of him as that because he was the guy that did that weird, like gritty reboot, like Power Rangers short thing where he got a couple of like original actors, but then just a bunch of. Like and it's, Hollywood actors to play like these grizzled well, you know, like Starbuck was in it, right? Yeah, Starbuck, um, James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek's in it. Um, yeah. I think he and got the original like, Black Ranger. He does a dark version of it, but it's also kind of a goof on yes. making dark versions. Yeah, the of, idea yeah. of like the gritty reboot, but then also like it's good on its own right. So kind of like what he was talking yes. about something. It's classic him, but at the time I didn't know he did that until I knew him for other things, but I, I would have liked to ask him more about that just because that was fucking cool. Yeah. But it seemed like like 
why bother digging up like fan questions and just let him talk about cool stuff. And a one, and a two, and a three. Wow, what a great interview. Oh my guys. God. Holy that shit. was great. One hey, of the coolest dudes. Remember man. 40 minutes ago when <laughs> set the record just straight Jim got here? Yeah, man. That was a podcast when did time you sneak out. out? <laughs> We're all drinking our dues right now, oh, uh, celebrating Torque. The dues come in uh, see-through on our uh, green screen. But we're all celebrating Torque right now with our Mountain Dews in celebration of Joseph Kahn. Uh, the the song that I opened this, the part with, I stole from, um, it's the Movie Crypt, Adam and Joe's podcast, their theme song. Uh, if, I mean, it won't be on the podcast, but if you're on the stream, be on the lookout for that. Uh, so we got all kinds of stuff coming up where, as Mike said about... Five hours in, roughly here, so we're we're still going strong. I'm about to do the do, my fuck dude. yeah, do that shit. Oh yeah, First do that do. I'm about to do a chick. <laughs> 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 oh no, I've been exposed. The buzzer. <laughs> the buzzer went off. I got buzzed. No, babe, oh, please man. come back. Fuck. We actually, and my we dick got, is small. <laughs> we got a friend. We got a friend in the studio now. Uh, what's up, Brandon? <laughs> You could check in. I know you're kind of yeah. just hanging, but yeah, just hanging out. Uh, I was gonna do a black man voice and pretend to be BC uh, <laughs> since I am Brendan Carr, but yeah, yeah he just oh, brought that bad. up, and I never yeah, once thought that he's also BC. <laughs> he's always been the car man to me. Yeah, I messed it up. God damn me! I'm five hours in. Give me a fucking break. Who's you're on the wasted. line? You chocolate wasted. Hey, Jim, baby, it's me, <laughs> Dan. Dan Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, what's up? Dan Harmon, man. We've had some bad blood the past few years. Hey, you know, and, you know, amidst all this uh, dick I've been chugging, I uh, <laughs> had a moment of lucidity, and, uh, you know, this stream of thought seems to be a good, as, <laughs> good a time as any to uh, come clean, uh, emphasis on come, and uh, make amends. <laughs> what a... Dick, I've been to you. Uh, you know, I uh, just wanted to apologize to you, Jim. You know what, Dan Harmon? I accept your apology. And what good a time as any to let the past be in the past than, than during the streamathon. Sorry, could you say that again? I was busily sexually harassing one of my workers. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to that. You have a good streamathon. I love you. Uh, Dan Harmon, please don't sexually harass your workers. But yes, uh, try have a good and stop one. him, Jim. <laughs> wow, first con now, Mark Marin. What a great call! Yeah, thanks for coming through, Brandon. Uh, what people might uh, so some people might know Brandon as the guy who introduced me to my tag team partner, Michael Hyde. That's right. Uh, I met him through Brandon, so Brandon and I have also become relatively close because of that. Yeah, but now uh, Mike wrestles without Michael Hyde all the time. So. <laughs> Damn, dude, isn't that weird, Brandon? Beef. Do you do you know I get paid now? Yeah, yeah. That's what I used to do until <laughs> you stole all my gears. <laughs> oh, stole his oh, fucking shit. For the record, for the record, me and Wes have been talking, and he was like, I, I, I keep wanting to ask Brandon, but since he's friends with you and he doesn't show up, I assume he doesn't want to wrestle anymore. I'm like, no, no, no. His gear is locked in a level-up expo like closet somewhere, and we have no access to it. And he's like, oh, fuck, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, does he want to wrestle out of gimmick? And I'm like, I don't know. I can ask him. Yeah, I'll just wrestle it uh Shorts and a tank top, like <laughs> like other uh, indie stars. <laughs> Damn, you're roasting me, Brandon. No, you're my favorite wrestler. I tell everybody, Mike, Mike Steele's my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> it's it's Mister Hyde. Mike the Hyde here. But yeah, that's who Brandon is. Brandon's great. He's also the one who took me and Jim to go shoot guns. 
when we uh, did put up the video of us shooting guns, that was Brandon. Yes, yeah, that was. I was great. staunchly was great against it as a liberal. <laughs> yeah, I, I begged Jeff to come out. He refused. I'm like, no, I'm a liberal. <laughs> I'm a liberal. <laughs> I'm a liberal. I'm gonna shoot guns. I completely lost the voice immediately. It's just, I was like, ah, oh, I, I had my notes. It says, uh, "Powerful Joe Biden." <laughs> Use Joe Rogan quotes from podcasts. So well, yeah, uh, the inside baseball. Those were all Joe Rogan quotes. You got too into your Nick Cage. That's why you lost it. Yeah, I should have been Nick Cage as Joe Biden, reading uh, Joe Rogan quotes. Uh, but yeah, let's check back in with this uh, Uber driver. Last week oh, saw yeah. he was uh, getting bit by this old lady, and still like not well. At, no, we got to the point where he finally was like he she hurt him. Like, she must have gave him, like, a good bite because he finally was, like, fighting back. Imagine being the podcast listener right now, and you're like, okay, six days ago, I think I was I was watching this. Uh, where, what? What's happening? I, I don't want... I can't get him out. Where are this is where we go now okay. he's like, oh, yeah, he fuck bit you. you yeah it's clear he's being a phony the whole time but this is the proof because now he's reacting like he should have the entire time i mean he's yeah. fucking one of those break dancers and then like pop his arm around look at it he's like <laughs> yeah. what? he's the guy in the background of the super bowl spinning his leg <laughs> oh because he's bleeding now too so yeah, now he's like, I got AIDS. Of, I'm a soy boy. I fucking AIDS. All dude. of a sudden, he's like, "Oh yeah, I can get out of the car." That's right. <laughs> I got AIDS from the vax. We need the cops here like now. Now your car is mine. And yeah, now she's just locked. <laughs> Her in the arm car. turns into a key. She drives off. <laughs> yeah, it's like the T one thousand. That's why it looked like he could escape, but she has like a fucking uh, liquid metal grip. Is turning him into a skeleton. Red skeleton. It is like when a zo- you lock a zombie in a car. Hey, lean With the windows open. Mama, please. There's a guy at the window. Well, why she's not as old as I thought. She just has like gray hair. He had bad vibes. Oh, well, you can sit there and chill out for a second. It's white boy summer. Okay, sit there and chill out. He kept saying it's white boy summer. It's black queen. <laughs> Out for a second. I'm transracial. I'm a black queen. My kid. My daughter. Don't touch me. She's always on the TikTok. <laughs> Don't touch me. Well, it is scary, though, because she's coming. She's crawling up like that. She's crawling out of the TV in the ring. Like she's not doing it in a normal way. Don't it's a coupe. Oh, no, it's a four-door. Beep. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if the fucking uh, airbag <laughs> squashed her. She hits the emergency brake. Uh, like, it's she turns on like just Jason. starts rolling away. <laughs> she folded her half like a uh, table. <laughs> yes, this is what I wanted. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> Look what I could do. <laughs> yeah, it just ends there. Take her out. <laughs> you see she's going to drive it off. <laughs> The airbag thing reminds me. I think maybe we watched it on the show. Did we watch the video on the show? The guy in the pickup that his car's like up on a pole and then he brings it off. No, dude, it's so fucking funny. Um, oh my god, I can imagine it's how it from ends. A while ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the dude, fuck but that, I know how that ends. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not made to uh, be good. Where did I put it? Um, I guess it's less good than a a car. This is less bad than a car crash. I can't even picture what you're describing. Oh, Oh, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. This is great. I love this video. 
It's from uh, yeah, it's from February, but Mutton dude. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> he did it's on purpose. He's already up on the poll. I don't know how that happened. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, doing donuts, fucking mud around. It's like mudding. the truck version of stepping on a rake. <laughs> <laughs> so he's on like yeah, he's he's not even on three. He's on two wheels. He's got his driver's side way up. Almost. Keep going, keep going. You got it, you got it. Oh, He's man. To get it dude. Off. Keep going, keep going. There we go. Oh! <laughs> His hat! His hat goes flies off. No way is he conscious for, after For the that, podcast dude. listeners, you oh, don't see an fuck. airbag deploy. It's just one second, there is nothing there. And then the next second, the entire cab is full of airbags. And he had a moment airbag. of, yeah! Poof! Because <laughs> he gets up. Oh, my God. Brandon, dude. you have to walk around and look at this. You have to. Oh, my yeah, yeah, God. Yeah, come around on this side here. I, I need so aftermath, fast. This dude. is insane, dude. It really just looks like it's like a jump cut. I need the aftermath of him having like piano teeth going, ah. Keep going. There we go. Oh. There we go. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. How That doesn't protect you by having you push into it. It protects you by pinning you to the back of your chair where you can't move. It is great because he does have like a second of like just yeah. victory. Like we did it. It's like a, it's a comedy. Dude. And then he just bounces. Be better time. Yeah, he bounces a little too hard and then the hat flying out his window wow, is so hat. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chef's kiss. It's like a Fairly Brothers in here, dude. Keep going. Keep going. Rainbow. Go. And the noise. The noise is so good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just the right amount. It's not like Windows breaking cartoonish. It's just like, boop. I do wish and there was. And you just know the guy's annihilated. I do want to see the aftermath. Yeah, I I want to, yeah was, he has like the uh, like Tweety Bird flying around uh, his head. So and good, dude. Oh, that's fantastic. Knocked his ass into hot cha cha. But yeah, this was the news. I think they talked to the guy, the Uber guy here on the news update on the. Why were you acting him. so yeah. weird? Like some sort of coward. They're <laughs> saying he's a gay. <laughs> psychologist because it, it really was he like looks like a cartoon of a cyborg yeah see oh no no jim you're right he's immediately listen. yeah he's already like yes no one's gonna say that having a weird thing like like a weird lady who's clearly not in her right mind choking and biting you yes that is a weird Chill thing vibes. but the way he's talking right now <laughs> is acting like he was like yeah, like he became sort like of a home invasion, and he had to hide in a closet and, or something. And yeah, he's gonna need some pain and suffering or what have yeah, you. Get a, get him a cool male gig life, dude. <laughs> gig him. That Uber driver says he was scratched, the strangled, and bitten by his passenger. Yeah, what t- are they censoring out? Yeah, these are tats. Yeah, these are spooky. They're all the Nazi tats. <laughs> well, it just look like a skull, like yeah, a skeleton. There's a skeleton. Oh, she no, they're, they're made bo- out of penis. They're blocking her STFU a- because FU stands for fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Geiger. It was, it was a penis skeleton. <laughs> Today, he shared Geiger details it. about his horrifying experience exclusively with Eight on Your Side. Christine, I mean, that is a bite, dude. Yeah, he does have a pretty but nice bite. But you put yourself in the bite, That's dude. his bad, yeah. He's, he's waiting for it. He's got a pretty nasty bite on the back of his neck. He's a bite uh, bug. He's like the bug catchers. He wanted that bite. He got his nut, and he got out. If he had just got out of the car, that wouldn't have happened. No, but he wanted the bite. That's true. He's a bite, bite catcher. <laughs> yeah. That bite looks photoshopped. From Pinellas County, you can call tell me crazy. So. Oh, Still yeah. shaking. Call you maybe. Driver, Christine. Yeah, call me maybe. 
Huh. He's my number. He really is. He says the whole 10 minute experience. I'm also in a car. <laughs> That's like, it. It's so funny how the news people do that. Uh, They're like, okay, uh, checked in a car. Yeah. I guess I'll sit in a car. As he was a newscaster a that doesn't make a lot of money. I am uh, <laughs> shooting from home. He was in a car. I'm in a car. Now you understand it more. <laughs> There's a crazy guy there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> She's like trying to talk. And we got a similarly crazy person yeah, so in the back of the van. We brought her, put her in the back of the car to see if she would do the same thing. Ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am. seat of the Uber when the passenger sitting right behind him lunged forward and began strangling him. Yeah, from the chat, she's like, see how easy it is to get out? <laughs> Wait, did he pull out his phone? He filmed it himself as well. Yeah, that's a great angle. Do you think he even has more like, ah, ah, my tongue. <laughs> yeah, do you think that when he was filming this, he realized that other people were filming it and that this like looks way worse than it actually was. Yeah, he he would be lucking out if it was only his video. Yes. It would maybe look a little better. Yeah, I mean, it makes him look like a millennial fucking pull out my phone during a, a brutal attack. He looks like a big fat dork, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like those paintings from the Johnny Depp movie. No, it actually doesn't even look better. It does look yeah, almost worse. Right. It looks how, look how fake he is. It would be even worse if we had his full audio right now where he's going, ah. Yeah. 22-year-old Michael Hassey Jr. Well, he's doing the Batman death. He's Talia Zgulin. I called the Uber for my mother. Uh, can you please get her home safe? Hassey Jr. Yeah. says 55-year-old Michelle Stillwell was asleep most of the ride. Dude, yeah. Well, that's actually the perfect crime. You have your dementia mom and you just want to get rid of her. She's just calling you. <laughs> yeah, you just put in a random address. Yeah. You put her in a giant bassinet, slide her in the yeah. back. Like, you don't, don't worry, know she's where sleeping. she is. Yeah, you're someone else's problem. Now. It's like Lee, it's the, the modern day version of leaving your kid at the grocery store. Yeah, it's like it's like when uh, they put the fucking baby penguin in the in the, the lake or whatever. And just <laughs> yeah, send him um, on his way. Don't forget her binky. She's crazy. <laughs> she don't have her binky. Just Dude, don't let her Steven. wake up. <laughs> My, my baby's Steven. Until a few blocks from her home in unincorporated St. Pete. Starts screaming some curse words at me. Slaps me in my face. Screaming my Oof, daughter. Jesus. While scratching All right. I'm wrong. <laughs> Deputies believe Stillwell was intoxicated. Yes. It's like, like reliving a horror movie. He wants to know why. We went to Stillwell's home for answers. The big question. She's on the roof. The <laughs> <Yeah>. on <Saturday>. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> she's, no she's answer. Like, you come Uber. up here, I'll answer any question you want. <laughs> she's been a big rocking uh, baby bassinet in the tree. They peek through and she comes like uh, exorcisting down the stairs, but then just answers the door normally. She's the cradle will fall. It is funny that they have to do the. Because the person's not going to answer, so they just talk to the door, and then they have to voice over like, and then they didn't answer the See, door. See, I asked. Yeah. I asked the door. Like the security guards have to take why? pictures of dumpsters to prove that they're doing their job. Answers. The big question, why the attack happened on Saturday? No answer. Uber it is who I was driving for at the time, has not done a single thing. Hasn't yeah, see, there he is. He want. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess. I know, would want them they to. They should. They should, yeah. yeah. Although he clearly wants more than like whatever I think. I think maybe they give him like uh, an average of what he would have made in two weeks or something like that. Well, but I'm sure he wants like, you know, pain and suffering and a good amount of time off just to chill and yeah. chillax. Well, and then there's the dirty secret of like, 
I'm sure the second you get the job there, you've signed away. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. And so it's like they can say, oh, yeah, no, maybe we should. But we're not going to because you we don't have to. I guess to be fair. And yeah, his only angle is to go on the news and maybe garner sympathy. because yeah. That's the only way. Put pressure on to them to just pressure, go. Yeah. Fine. We'll give you a little bit of money if you go away. Thanks, Karen. He's <laughs> fucking Karen. Disappointed that no one has reached out. Eight on your side reached out on his behalf. An Uber spokesman responded saying, what's been described is disturbing. Violence of any kind described. is not tolerated seen on the Uber it. app, yeah. and we immediately removed the rider's access as soon as this was reported to us. My biggest takeaway is I I just I'd stay away from Uber. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, see, the way he acted, your platform. the way he's talking and now saying, stay yeah. away from Uber. This is him. Yeah, he, this is him <laughs> yeah. fishing, dude. The lady is now catching rides with the local dog catcher. <laughs> Meet with the guy who makes the giant nets. And Stillwell was booked into jail on two felony charges. We spoke with some of her neighbors today who say this was very out of character for her. They say that she's a nurse, and we did check with the Florida Department of Health, and a woman by her name does have a nursing license. Normally, when she's drunk, she doesn't bite yeah. anybody. Yeah, she was goofed off the goon. <laughs> She was off a bean. She's One drinking that said. British goon. One man claims she was off two beans. Uh, Usually she's fine off of the one. Why do not more British people have goon merch since it's like a thing out there? Is it a thing? It's like a wine. It's like a like it's like a box wine. I think. Call in. Call in. Maybe you're not up yet. I forget the time difference. Yeah. Now goon is a thing. We'll be hearing from them uh, late night from at least Nikki Coles. Oh yeah, late night. Uh, Jim and them after dark. Absolutely. He'll be uh, during the game of freeze tag. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just fixing this thing here. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess he does. He should get something, but I think he clearly wants more because he was playing it up. Yeah, he's fishing. He's looking, for, he's looking for attention to somehow get some money. He's seen people in situations like him get money. And you can clear it's you can it's clearly on like the forefront of his mind because he's acting like that even in the moment. He's clearly yeah. thinking about this as a long term. That's why thing. he wouldn't get out. It's yeah. why he wouldn't get out of the car. Just have a ref come in and give him a technical for flopping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. We would have awarded you some shit, but we, we went uh, to Toronto and they said you should, there was a flop. Check the bid. Uh, Check the bid. Yeah, in Toronto, they got the guys down there. Oh, and there's an update on the Bobcat couple. Oh, from last week. Oh, yeah. They had, they <laughs> that did lady have... from the back runs up and attacks his wife. He's like, grab her. They did have to get 30 rabies shots. Um, Damn. And also, I. Wait, I, what? Why? No, why so, anti vax. Why so many shots? I don't understand. I guess that's. I don't know. That's just what you Is have to get. Is it like the get. more bites you get, the more shots you get? It's just well, the robot from Star Wars that tortures people. <laughs> I don't know if it was just. I didn't pick it up, but I don't think anyone mentioned it. He did have a gun with him, and he did shoot it. Because oh. remember, he said, I'm going to shoot that fucker. Like, I didn't realize I thought that. he was just being hyperbolic. <laughs> he no, shoots like, the lady. He, ha he has a gun, or he had, like, a gun on, like, a holster, and he shot it. Because they did find that it was rabid. That's why it's Damn. attacking them. <laughs> attacked by a rabid uh, <laughs> mountain lion in your fucking, uh, some sort of blue mountain lion in your damn neighborhood. <laughs> some sort of <laughs> Hanna-Barbera's. He didn't have a gun. He's open carrying the bobcat, and it, like, oh, snuck away. And he's like, well, shit. How did we miss that? How did a uh, fucking Snacklepuss not be the, hello? Ooh, uh, give, me, <laughs> give me the cupcakes, even. Rabbit, even. I'm going to bite your wife. Brownies, they go straight to my hips. <laughs> Talk to Christy and have a rabbit, even. Throw me <laughs> off stage left. <laughs> oh, confirm, bachelor, rabbit. 
First off, Ellie, are they feeling okay? John, Christine, Happy tell me they had to get a series of 30 rabies shots after this attack, but they say it's a much better outcome than what could have happened. Getting rabies. Oh, dude, I've cut this off real quick. Uh, Joseph Kahn just retweeted my thanks and said, I randomly called into this show for an hour to talk about porn. Sorry you missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Best dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a good chunk of the interview. Good morning. It started out as morning, a typical Bobcat. Friday Hello. morning. <laughs> morning, Miss Stoutfire. Hello. <laughs> I did a better first half. Yeah, Don Pablo in the chat, he's saying, my friend told me you get rabies shots in your stomach. I'd always heard that as well. Yeah, like he's stomach like, ass. I don't know if it's true, but I, that's at least what I had heard. Well, why do you need 30? They just lay down on a bed yeah. of nails. That just seems like an unreasonable amount of shots. Like at some point in time, why are you even getting it's shots? Like just 30 strains of like, rabies. I was going to say, yeah, different strains. Like hook up maybe? an IV or something. And like, that, it seems like if it's that much, then it's no longer shots territory. It's to teach you a lesson. No, I'm messing with coons. <laughs> Happy and Christy Wade leaving their house to take their senior cat, Caroline Faith, to the vet. Aww, when Christy kitty. came out of their garage. She yeah, they did have that little cat in the Cow's carrier. Cat's talking shit. Bitch, you ain't rabbit. <laughs> that scream still cat, spooks me. Oh, I know what yeah. cat sounds like. It sounds like that lady. Uh, it sounded what like, sounds like a, um, <laughs> What's the guy? Uh, the the Bobcat gay Coldway. frogs. Oh, why can't I not remember his name? Did we ever figure out uh, how to do Bobcat Coldway? The, yeah, guy, I mean. the guy we've been talking about forever. That does what? Gay frogs. Oh, Alex Jones. Yeah, it sounds like oh. Alex Jones been like... Ah. Yeah. When you oh, said, him versus a mountain lion, dude? When you... Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds exact... Like, now play the, the bobcat. Sounds like that. I was trying to think. I thought you meant someone... Like lady. I thought you meant someone that was known for an impression no, of I'm gay just frogs. bad at saying <laughs> things. Oh, Michigan Jay. All right, hold on. Quiet. came out of their garage, she heard a growl. <laughs> it's like a lady doing it. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's, an, it's the rapping grandma doing Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was a cat because I know what a cat sounds like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh, a man it screaming. Like a very angry cat. So when Christy backs up to see what it is, <laughs> the face of this bobcat came around the corner of the car. Christy tried to run between the cars to the street, bit my hand, and um, I kind of drug it with me and it crawled. Up my back. Christy's husband, Happy, heard the screams and immediately knew something was hurting his wife. He came running. <laughs> yeah, oftentimes when your wife starts screaming, st- maybe yeah, something's instinct, hurting her. Instinct jumped in. He's like, something's hurting. Yeah, it's not wife. like he's Batman by being like, wait a second, my wife's screaming. My, my damn wife. <laughs> something must be up. Oh, I didn't even notice because Neil Bog in the chat. They needed their cat's full name in the interview. I didn't. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> oh, what's the cat's full name? I'll take a bag. What was the cat's name? Christy Wade leaving their house to take their senior cat, Caroline Faith, to the vet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Caroline Faith. That's a great uh, catch. Good catch, catch Nilbog. That's a great catch. Caroline Faith, happy. Up my back. Christy's husband, happy, heard the screams and immediately knew something was hurting his wife. He came running around the car. I just remember seeing Caroline Faith this, was wild. this face, <laughs> and it was trying to bite her right there in the side of the neck. And so I shoved... I shoved my arm in, and that's how now I remember ended speed. up with it like I was this. like, shoot the hostage. <laughs> I'm holding this thing up. <laughs> I thought it was Caroline. I thought it was Caroline Faith at first, and I looked at it. I'm like, wait a second. You ain't Caroline Faith. And I hooked her. I hooked her across the yard. I thought it was my damn wife. <laughs> I really didn't know what it was. Happy says as soon as he saw it was a bobcat, he knew something had to be wrong with the animal. I knew that. And he's wearing, like... 
I, he's wearing what you wear if you got bit by a vampire. He's got like an ascot on or some That's shit. That's his mask, isn't it? Oh, wait, wait, it? wait, wait. <laughs> if he got bit by a vampire? Who in history huh? has been like, got bit by a vampire? No, the vampire wears the ascot. I was just watching a film called Jacob's Wife yesterday. Okay. Jacob's wife, spoilers, gets bit by a vampire, and then she's always wearing something covering her neck, so you don't see her. All uh, right. You don't okay. see the fan I'm marks. taking your word for it, Jim. <laughs> if we're going up, had something. And so I figured it Yeah, you immediately games. went into Sherlock Holmes slow motion deduction mode. <laughs> He's like, Bobcat! <laughs> oh, Bobcat! <laughs> Although this guy is a hero. He still did kick some ass. Right. Be three times while he was holding it. Well, that's like, act like it was cool. <laughs> so he tried it's to like get we it grab as a hot pan from him and his wife as he could. I thought, I'll throw it this way. Two options. One, it'll see an escape route and it'll take off. Or, or my neighbor will run towards where it. I can get a good shot at it. The cat then. Yeah, because I we didn't oh, notice. It, yeah. yeah, right here he's pulling his gun out. <laughs> that bitch is in the line of fire, oh. dude. Comes That's back in chance. the direction the of house? the house instead of to the woods. Yeah, I never even yeah, noticed that. I didn't catch that. I at thought all. when he was saying I was going to shoot, it was like I'm going to run inside, yeah. grab my gun, kind of thing. That's exactly what I thought. He finally shot. Or he's just like shot his family and then came like, out the adrenaline. <laughs> because he knew something was wrong with it. Tests later confirmed the bob. Watch out! I'm gonna go kill my family. In my head, Cut me jacket off. Attack two people. <laughs> if it attacked somebody else and I didn't do something morally. It would have bothered me for a long time. Is he wearing Christine a fake Happy badge on his shirt? Look like he had like one of those like deputy badges you give a little kid. Wearing <laughs> an ass cop right like there he on was the just other bit by a vampire. Yeah, I'm not sure unless it's something on his shirt. It's like I an embroidered tell. rose, maybe. It's like I shot a bobcat. <laughs> it is weird because it's like is this bobcat badge? I don't know. They're like rationalizing it. Like I like I don't think I would. I guess there would be people out there that would, but I don't care that they shot the bobcat that attacked them. But they're kind of rationalizing, like, look, I had to because it attacked us. And then if it ran away and attacked someone else, I mean, you got a bobcat that's on in your me. yard. You can fucking, as long as you got a back to a wall, just castle law, dude. Shoot that shit. <laughs> What's castle law? What yeah, castle what is, law, dude. What is castle law? You got to brush up. You, you as new gun owners need to brush up on castle law. It's like new the shit owners. where, like, you can go to jail if you kill someone that breaks in your house. If there's, like, if you, like, shoot them in the back or if, like, your your back isn't against a wall or something like you chased them. They'll be like, no, that's murder. What that's about that California shit? Uh, what about stand your ground? Yeah, I was gonna say, what about stand your ground? Yeah, though? in Florida, you can just kill people over skittles. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll have that guy that broke into my house chase me to Florida, and then the second he steps in, I'm like, pow! Yeah, God, got him <laughs> right across the state line. You just chase him backwards. Well, what if he falls backwards into Louisiana? Louisiana is even better. You get Wait. a medal. <laughs> oh yeah, it's right in the swamp, right in the gator's mouth. <laughs> the bayou, you're, you belong to the bayou now. That's why you got to keep an Andy Oakley mirror on you at all times, just shooting backwards, running around. I understand, Castle Law, dude. I understand that to the extent of like, if they're running out the door and you shoot them in the back. Oh that's yeah, a bit there's much. That creepy ass video or the audio of like the guy like trapped the kids that like broke into it. I think we did it on the show. He like trapped the yeah. kids that like broke into his house and then like they're like begging and bleeding and he's just like you're gonna die. But like I don't know if they're if they're in your house you shoot them you could shoot them in the back in my opinion. Unless they're running out the door. Well, you play dead. Yes. And then you pop up. You kip up. You nip up. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to nip up. <laughs> Blast them. Kapow. Because if I'm, you hide in the closet, then they come in your bedroom. You have, like, the fake dummy on your bed. Yeah. Uh -huh. So when they come in to try to rape you and they pull the covers off and it's you the dummy. You pull the like, and you nip up. Yeah, it's a you, classic fucking uh, Ferris Bueller uh, castle law. Yeah, you nip up and shoot them in the back. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Pow. 
Ow! It's a tape deck, idiot. Ow, ow. Oh, please, let me lift. The, the, guy, the guy is like, he's like, he gets shot. He's, he's like, crawling ow, away. Ow, ow. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the cartoon guy with the big red nose is like, Bears Bueller's friend's like, oh no, this is my dad's bed. <laughs> this is my dad's sleep dummy. The burglar the goes out to the pool and he's just like not talking. <laughs> already attacked two people. If it attacked somebody else and I didn't do something morally, Day, it would have bothered bow. me for a long time. Christine Happy said they were together that morning. He, uh, he saved my life and um, I don't know where where I'd be or what sort of shape I'd be in right now had he not been here. I mean, he'd probably be in the same spot. You still got rabies. You had to get a bunch yeah. of shots. You'd probably just be like, maybe I mean, you have some cuts. Maybe she just knows that she's such a uh, quitter. That she once just, she just first dragged off. off. She just would just fall down on the ground and let the thing <laughs> slash at her throat and shit. Yeah, they weren't going to a, a, a cat's appointment. They were like taking her to like see a therapist. She had depression. She would just like lay down and just like, taking it. Damn, I've, I've never gotten this far. I don't even know what to do with this woman. It's me, Rabbit Bobcat. <laughs> Christy and Happy love animals. They have three rescues and are on the board of the Pender County Humane Society Golf Tournament. They say they knew what? this animal was sick and had to take action. This wants to be a small-ass town. They're, like, referencing shit. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking <laughs> about. They're on the golf union. Yeah. <laughs> Got hurt. John, just terrifying video. Uh, I think they uh, should not have uh, shot the bobcat. Uh, <laughs> where was that impression <laughs> last week? Yeah, you when you none of us could do a bobcat impression. <laughs> you found the bobcat impression. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about this You lost time. your Biden and you found your bobcat. <laughs> so I, I, uh, store thoughts. I think they're giving out all this information because didn't they get a lot of hate online because a lot of people thought they he just tossed a cat like a normal cat. Yeah, you know uh, what? You're right. There, People would do that shit. I just freaked. I thought that Even, was calling. <laughs> I freaked yeah. it I'm deep in this stream, dude. Streamathon. Even though it's so clear from like the growl that it's not like just a house cat that came up on him. Well, like, I thought Alex small... Jones had shown up. <laughs> thought my wife might be in danger. Dude, I know they... he's a he's a mountain of a man. I was the gym in them a lo uh, Arctic locker room of goons. <laughs> Pull out my gun and shoot it. <laughs> For ratings, you said, Mountain right? Dew, yeah, go be keeping us up. Thirty. Scott says you heard at the beginning, and they're just thankful, honestly, that no one, like yeah. no one else, was was hurt by this animal. Like they're that glad stupid that lady that ran at the at the gun in the cat. Yeah, this lady in the fire of a, a gun and running towards a rabid bobcat. Yeah, that neighbor. No, they never explained the lady. Yeah, she that, was just jogging by. I think she's just, like coming at the bobcat after he throws it. I think she just had no idea. Well, what was and think going about on, it. Yeah. You look at it, even the thing. It doesn't look like a like a bobcat. It looks smaller. Well, so maybe that cat. Maybe she was just like, "What's going Caroline on?" Faith, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Faith, happy. Why are you doing that to CF? <laughs> I'm gonna call uh, Eric the cat. <laughs> I Eric, <laughs> Eric Campbell, Eric, is that you? Why? There are some people that don't know our nip up reference, so I do want to play the scene real quick. <laughs> to absolve yourself. <laughs> well, no, but well, plus it's, it's I did rewatch just that part, and so I think good. it's so funny. It's yeah, because I, I was wondering if I should say that it's not nip up. <laughs> yeah, it's kip up, but um, it's still hilarious. <laughs> let me see. It's from our commentary for the movie next. So get on our Patreon if you haven't seen this yet. It's great up movie right around here. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it was in the commentary. I just remember Nip Up. And let me pull. I up. also forgot. That I remember more of Nip in. Up than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Day bow bow. Chat. 
<laughs> yeah, what's that Day Bow song? Yeah, I think it's called Day Bow Bow. Uh, I think it's called The Bow Bow. The Bow Bow? Mm, the the bow, bow, bow Bow. Baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go. Ha cha cha. Let me see that sexy body go. I'm gay. <laughs> oh, that was good. What do you want me to do? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Magnolia. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the And you really need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Magnolia. Just do what you do best. All right. You just start fingering her. <laughs> Our commentaries are great. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> I kind of thought you were just talking again. Yeah, I no. have no spatial I awareness. Keep, I keep you need to shut your eyes and guess, Jeff. It's the finger girl. Hello. It's Mr. Finger Girl. <laughs> oh, hi. I'm on. Get on the Patreon, folks. Chris Cadillac. Figuring <laughs> your girls know where I'm at. Oh, man. I didn't know we were bringing heat. <laughs> what a great commentary. We were already two hours in, kind of sick of this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's gay. <laughs> gay, gay, gay. <laughs> and your joke was just because Nick Cage was walking. <laughs> Yeah, to make, you gotta make do with a boring ass movie. This isn't even nip up yet, dude. Yeah, it's not even the part yet. <laughs> Maybe bring it back a little bit. Yeah, I want to hear that again, Jim. <laughs> uh, uh, right, let me see. I gotta get on that Patreon tier. I joined the wrong one. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> just shut In, the fuck up. Magnolia. We're from Magnolia to Gay really Albert. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just do what you do best. All right, you just start fingering her. <laughs> Mr. Finger Girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's also, Mr. our Nick Finger Cages Girl. will never be as good as the show oh, after hi, this. I'm on Nick Cage on the track. Chris Cadillac. Finger in your girls. You know where I'm at. It's Gay Albert. Mr. Finger Boy. <laughs> What's that zipper for? Your finger in the bushy. Your finger in the bushy. So. so for podcasters, yeah, Nick Cage just got shot, or like we think he got shot. Yeah, but he can tell the future. <laughs> Damn, this is not a cell phone. Oh shit, this is one of those toy phones. Shit, this isn't a cell phone. This is a buzzer for when you're waiting for your table what? at a restaurant. I just light, the, light the guy up. He's wearing a vest. Surgical. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Or he just didn't get hit. He made it look close, like he was going to hit him, but hit the car behind him. You didn't get him. He just nips up. <laughs> it's clearly another guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was thinking if I could nip up. <laughs> a note on this scene. I'm just looking to uh, nip up real quick. I thought you'd be okay with that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's kip up, but... Uh, <laughs> no, a nip taught me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was really thinking. Can you see it? <laughs> yeah, it is kip up, isn't it? Yeah, I was really thinking. I just nip off right here. Shoot! <laughs> 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 you start saying kip pulls instead. his eyes back. Oi, we be horny. Me so horny. Oh, me so horny. Shink. <laughs> I love you. Long time. <laughs> Stupid. JPS is our subs. Yeah. And it just makes the movie unnecessarily long. Oh my god! Anyway, it feels like yeah. It. There you go. And that I like that we that kept becomes doing our running thing. We kept bringing up nip up throughout. I the love rest our of Nick Cage voices. They really <laughs> add a lot to it. Yeah. 
Ah, man. What a good commentary. We well, wasted uh, uh, watching our old stuff during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we got to say this for the stream of thought. Hey, we're in the stream of thought, baby. Ah! 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 <laughs> uh, not the shit. podcasters, though. Time out, bitch. Oh, yeah. Time shit. In. We're almost even done with part two at this point. Because if we're going to drop in that interview. Oh, shit. Um, Skin interview. Because, yeah, we were almost going three hours for the show. I tried um, to nip up. Forgot about the show, man. Just <laughs> streaming. Nipping up is a vibe. <laughs> it is a vibe. <laughs> Nip up or kip up, either one. Plus, I plus died before Albert. I kipped up. <laughs> oh man, gay, gay, gay. In the nineties, I was in this band, uh, the Tragically Nip. We were on SNL all the time and only SNL. Good lord, <laughs> Jack. Huh. Who's that joke for? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> I was the guy in the band. <laughs> you don't know the tragically hip? Go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> They're on SNL reruns all the time. Let's. See. I'd always skip the music on the re- when I watch the reruns. How would you skip? Fucking Comedy Central. Tapes, bro. Tapes. Watching tapes. Nerd over here. Watching fucking tapes. You know, fuck you, dude. No. Let's see. Uh-oh. This one, this one made me laugh. It's a quick one. Quick palate cleanser here. I like the way you word it back. Because it kind of implies that maybe no this dig. shouldn't be funny. <laughs> uh, Because it, like, catches you by surprise, kind of. Because it's like... The title is "Call CPS." These parents ain't shit for doing to this their, to their baby. So you're like, shit. What is gonna happen? What are they gonna do? That gets this. Th- that gets this title I, from World Star. Can I guess? Because it looks like there's birthday cake in front of. Do they yes. do the thing where like they put the ham on the head and shove the baby's head in the cake, whap it off that? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> well, when I watched it, I kept thinking something was gonna happen with the candle, where it's like, oh, should you have like a candle near a baby? They don't know what's going on, but. They just pour Gatorade on them. Happy birthday to you. Yay! Hold on. Look at that one. Blow it. Blow it. Blow it. Damn. Oh, Brandon, you got to come around. They tried to pwn their baby. They They had to cut the clip right there. It's got a perfect cut too. Yeah, perfect ending here. Uh, hold on. They edited that film. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, podcasters they they do they do go to do the thing that Mike's talking about, where you like push the he- baby's head in the cake, but like he's in a high chair and the tray comes off and they just like. They're basically the just they like punting the, their baby. They X factor them right into a cake. It's like a stiff arm down into the turf. <laughs> oh man, so because I was not expecting. Hey. It. No, not at all. Hey. <laughs> and what well, is that? The thing? baby's also smart enough to put his hands yeah. up. What is that thing, by the way, where they just terrorize someone no, on their yeah, birthday? That, I think it's a, a Mexican thing. <laughs> I think I think Jeff's right. I think that I mean is I correct. only ever seen because every other aspect they're like the most loving, family oriented. Then they go yeah. buck wild on birthday. They have, have that, they have that flaming silly uh, string. That, it's like, like the purge. You. One yeah. day you just beat the shit out yeah. of your kids yeah. so you the rest of the year. Have you seen the crazy ones where they just terrorize? No. I guess what would I search for that? Yeah, they dunk them out of a fucking high chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Was like birthday. I don't know. Mexican birthday. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to try. <laughs> Mexican birthday kid. Oh, Cake Smash. That comes up. That's, yes. That's an autofill. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that one's not Mexican. <laughs> that one's Yeah, like... that's clearly not. What, what is this one? Epic. 
I mean, some of these clearly they're doing it now for the video, though. But well, they oh, never... so they're just kind of like doing to the kid what people do <laughs> to their friends yes. now that like you're always putting up videos. Like, why are people like just dumping things on their drunk friend? Yeah, I mean, the tough thing is because now it's like some people just know what's going to happen, but there are some like legit ones. <laughs> Looks like a Mexican birthday party to me. Like, he knows it's going to happen, at least. It's like a nice cake, too. Yeah. Bumping some roasts? I mean, it is a Mexican birthday. I mean, just get on with it already. Oh, he did it! He got a bite! <laughs> oh, okay, so I think that they were telling him to take a bite, and then they were going to shove his face in. Is it, or is it like a race? Is it like you're trying to get a bite before shit yes, goes down? Yes, they're playing Mercy. Or not Mercy, what's the slaps or whatever? Yeah, look at these, Max. Yeah, I don't want to... That's just white people trying to do it. Cake farts? Yeah, see, they, they're all ready for it. Like, it's a known thing. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't play the sound. <laughs> Damn, that one was not good. They're like freaking the table. Yeah, I think you're right. It is like, hey, can you take a bite before someone can yeah. shove your face in? I'm right. Oh, oh, she got a bite. Do you just have a like a cake on reserve? Like a flan? Perhaps a hey, tres leche? I gotta there's, be honest, this is dope and fun. But there's one with a little kid and they like destroy the little kid. <laughs> I wonder if it's in this compilation. <laughs> Let me see, because I think I'll recognize it if I see it. Because it was the first one I ever seen. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. So hitting it with a sack of oranges and stuff, like, so it doesn't leave any bruises. I mean, they got sacks of oranges. Oh, shit. When birthdays go wrong. Dessert. Oh, oh no, some Mexicans no. pop out. They yell ole. Oh, did Gordon find it? Gordon might have found the one I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. What if you get frosting in your eyes? Uh, I don't know. Them's the cakes. You just go blind. Ice. Uh -huh. Holy shit, Jeff. Ice scene. <laughs> Yeah, I think Gordon found it. Let me pull this one up. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube first. Wait, who? Gordon Hayward? That's right. Oh, Gordon Hayward jazz? himself. Yes. <laughs> the jazz uh, man. The Salt Lakes uh, Slimer. Slimmer. In-man Salt Lake Slimmer. In-man Slimer. <laughs> Indonesian birthday boy eggs. <laughs> yeah, they get eggs in the mix. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, they start. They're smashing they, eggs on the dude. This kid looks like he's like four, and he's just trying to cut the. Maybe cake. not even four. There's no candles. <laughs> well, there's like dumping stuff. Egg whites. Did he just win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Eat your egg cake. Yeah, this Damn. is the this is the first. It's easy yeah, when they start throwing the chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah when they're just tossing Stop chairs. Throwing in the, ring. the eggs. Whoa, yeah, he's like he's getting hazed or something. Dude, even the little like. Look, and they're grabbing him and rubbing his eyes. <laughs> he doesn't even get to have a little piece of birthday cake. This poor kid. <laughs> Zabu comes in and does an elbow drop and botches. <laughs> I can't believe you've done uh, this to me. I've, I've, <laughs> he's I just wanted to eat my cake. 
I'm so sleepy. <laughs> that poor kid. And then it just ends with his head down. Jesus. And they're still just rubbing yeah, it. Rubbing yeah, there's some more egg in there, dude. Yeah, that's that, egg on your face. That's exactly the one I was thinking Holy of. Holy crap. Thank yeah, you. they just ruined that kid. They had a bucket of eggs on retainer just like ready to dump on this poor kid. Well, uh, t- clearly, those, these are Guatemalans. And especially in comparison, those other ones we watch, like they're still a little weird, but they're more lighthearted. There's a playful like, moment. Like, oh, it's about to happen. It the eggs playful. are a whole new a- angle. Did they just like buy too many? <laughs> Fuck, we... Uh, and they dump a... F- yeah, it's just a, a bag of eggs. Of- <laughs> it's been beaten. Gi- it's a giant bucket of eggs. He didn't even get close to the cake. It's not even touched. And they're still singing, Happy birthday to you. They're shooting at his feet, making him dance. It, it, dude, it really would become one of those things if you're a little kid where... Instead of being all excited for your birthday, like, oh, no, my birthday is yeah. in three days. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you'd be terrified. <laughs> I mean, it's like chicken pox. Sooner or later, your parents are going to cover you in eggs. You might as well just get it out of the way. <laughs> this is... Uh, and they can't do it again. This is like a fucking supervillain origin. Yes. <laughs> it's like, how did you become the way you are? They called me the egg boy. Yeah, it was my sixth birthday. <laughs> All I wanted was a piece of cake. Yeah, dude, he looks so young. He looks like a three or four. They said, what did I want for breakfast? Foolishly, I said scrambled eggs. <laughs> Little did I know. I was the real, real scrambled eggs. I was the one getting scrambled. It's an Indonesian boy that laid 20 eggs. Damn, dude. Is that his eggs? I would be baffled as well if I was a doctor. You know what? That's going to be streamathon because... Uh, oh, yeah. That's old that's, other that's, can Well, it worms. says that he claimed to have laid eggs. Yes. So clearly, that means he shoved eggs in his ass and pooped them out. That's a little teaser for you. For Hard boiled. He's out there pooping eggs. Ow, ow, ow. Oh. Wow. Wow, it's weird dude. because it's like we're winding down, but we're clearly not winding. I mean, yeah, it's oh, weird doing this and knowing yeah. that we have uh, sixteen <laughs> hours. Oh, I'm sorry, twenty, nineteen. I don't know. I don't know what numbers. Is, what is? What hour? If I knew numbers, at? I'd be rich, and I'm not. I'm tall. Favorite part of the show. Actually, before we get into that, real quick, I do need uh, Brandon Ulch with another donation. Thank you so much, my dude. Also, David Perkins with a donation. We get donation. And I mean, clearly. Favorite part of the show, Joseph Kahn. Yeah, Joseph Thank Kahn. How, so much, how can dude. you choose anything else? Uh, I did like... But also, great uh, show overall, I, too. I, I did like the uh, favorite part of the show. It was the very beginning of the show. I, just, I like Jeff <laughs> laughing at that voicemail. Yes. Also, Kip Up, even oh, though it's from man. the commentary. Yeah, nip up, baby. <laughs> Uh, we have fun. Yeah, we do have fun. Yeah, we do. We're going to continue to have and fun. We're going to continue hours. We're still or in it. more. 30. We're in it to win it. Actually, yeah, we're, we're, at, we're at five and a half hours. There's no way. Well, we're let me see where 30. we're at when I add the new, like how many hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're not see. even counting Twitch bucks yet, right? Yeah, no, because I don't even really know how to properly count that. It's really, a crypto. Like bits. I think a look bit at is it. a penny, right? Something like that, And it yeah. goes straight to you, it goes straight to the Twitch chain. It goes to the Twitch when Twitch does a payout, which is in like a month. But we could tell what we could still. Figure there, out yeah. what's what, yeah. Uh, a gay out, perhaps. yeah. <laughs> a gay, gay, out gay, gay. Out. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Us show. watching our own commentary was uh, one of my favorite parts of the show for sure. Let's see. So. I'm nervous. They're gonna hear a shit talking. So yeah, we sh- we're over. We're in it for over 25 hours. We're five and a half hours in. Um, so we still yeah, 20 hours to go at least, but oh, even we're going for at 30. least 24 hours more to go. Also, if you were here for the pre-show, um, 
Which were we recording by the time we talked about jelly? We were, yeah, because Stella was here. Yes, yeah, Brandon yeah. did bring uh, grape jelly for Jim uh, for the peanut butter and jelly well, uh, sandwich creating contest. Strawberry preserves. Strawberry is clearly the superior jelly. I like grape jelly. Huh, you would shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> and uh, someone bought a uh, this shirt I'm wearing right now. Someone bought a baseball Get, tee. Oh yeah, it's uh, not the, confusing. Don't listen to the guy that doesn't understand links. <laughs> it's on T Public. Yes, Jim and them. I don't think is like, it just okay, T Public. If you search Jim, Jim and them. It As doesn't one come word. up, but our shirts do. So yeah. you just have to go Click to the, the creator of the shirt Click through the, the shirt. button under the shirt that has our name, dude. I mean, uh, no offense. Well, this, so when you search our shirts, it says the titles of the shirts. So you have to click into the shirt to then click our name. No, you yes. Can click the thing. You, can, you can't click the name. What? Yeah. This UI it's, it's is dumb. despicable. It's a little well, dumb, but it's also you not got that one hard. hour and 26 minutes. To get when you go to the shirt, you can then click the name. Yes. Or it's just, I mean, it's Jim and them. It's tpublic.com slash stores slash Jim and them. Yeah. It's not the end of it's, the world. It, but yeah, to see the newest ones, you might want to just search us, click on a shirt, then click on the store. Get yeah. that Heather, dude. It's Tribland for the same price. Get the Nar Cruz Bragland like your yeah. boys. Dude, it's dope. It's a dope ass white boy summer shirt for sure. Yeah, you're saying. Uh, Usually you're no sleeves. Now you're three quarters of a sleeve. Oh, I'm cutting sleeves off. Baby. I still got to make a vaccined up yeah. shirt. I saw Daewoo asking about it earlier. Oh, yeah. uh, I got to I gotta get that up there for sure. Uh, Thanks for coming through, Brandon. Oh, thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, it was great. <laughs> I thought I was just here for the streamathon, but to be oh, part you're of the show is always bro. great. You yeah, can't leave. Great. No, yeah, you're here, bro. Yeah, you're kicking it. You're chilling. You got 30 hours, right? I got a couple hours. 30? Uh, <laughs> nice. 30 couple. Um, so yes, uh, it's like I don't know how to do an outro because I know we're not <laughs> done. But <laughs> yeah, I know it feels like, like disingenuous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, please, we just were talking about the shirts. Check those out on T Public. Uh, oh yeah, duh, it's me. Yeah, that's why we were struggling because I'm the one who's supposed to be talking. Hey, everybody, how do you like buying our T-shirts? Well, then you also might like buying more podcasts. Go to yeah, Patreon.com/slash Jim and them. Where we create all sorts of bonus content for fans that like what we're doing already. You like Nip Up? Yeah, You'll you love yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, did you hear that little bit of us cracking up in our own commentary? Well, imagine how hard you'll be laughing when you listen to the commentary. We're really weary of the movie. There are we're on, on 10. This sounds like a joke, but there are literally a over 100 movie commentaries yes, yeah. on the, the Jim and the Patreon. There's tons of bonus shows. All sorts of great stuff on there. If you like us at all, you will probably enjoy it. There's tons of, like, not tons, but there's several reasonable tiers, so you're not just forced into, like, hey, $15 or nothing. And you're not getting just, like, one bonus mini-soda a month or some bullshit like that. We do all sorts of extra stuff. Uh, Jim, what kind of cool stuff we got on there right oh now? Oh, my God, bro. We got uh, Not a Problem to a Show a Week. Mike Steele delivering every week for the past three weeks. Uh, some some great kick-ass shows, like a lot of like extra bonus stuff for people. So love to see that. Also, of course, the next commentary, which you heard, uh, we just put up also a watch this discussing some films, including Godzilla versus Kong. Um, fuck, what else? Speed. <laughs> what? Um, the movie Speed. Yeah, we did talk about Speed. Speed rules. Uh, Kid Detectives. What else? Oh, yeah, we talked about Kid Detective, but I'm trying to think. What else did we talk about? Uh, I mean, Kid Detective, shows that's my mom. Uh, my aunt, oh, dude. I mean, of course, there's the Book of Dano, which we just finished. Yes. Um, all kinds of great stuff. Get on that. It's fantastic. Hey, whenever I think fantastic, I also think shows what you know. 
Ooh. Oh, and I should say that we'll probably put, if there's some highlights from the streamathon that you may have missed, the Patreon's the place to check out. Uh, and yeah, shows at you know.com. I host a podcast discussing television shows with Jacob Burroughs. And uh, we should be doing a live one as part of the streamathon sometime either early, early Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, our time. So we will have Burroughs joining the stream. Yes. Uh, we'll be just discussing some TV shows, but you can also check out the podcast. We just did an episode on the first episode of The Nevers, uh, an HBO show developed by Joss Whedon, which, you know, people don't like him right now, but he's a great writer and the, sh- the pilot's awesome. So check that out. Jacob has um, real history. Real history breaks down, um, you know, whether it be a historical film or TV show and kind of putting it in context of real history. They recently did Seven Samurai and Jacob Burroughs found out how difficult it is to be the one doing the research. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, tons of stuff. Please subscribe and please review. I've... There's been some recent reviews. I really appreciate it. Uh, and if you haven't, get on that and uh, submit a review. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, what you up to, pal? Oh, uh, I'd just like to promote my uh, jerk. Uh, but fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three. I'd like to promote my uh, joke from uh, earlier in this outro uh, where I said skid detective. Uh, that's my mom, dude, with my underwear. <laughs> I feel like it did It did get appreciated. It made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Pretty good joke. Yeah. So, you're, you're right to, to bring that back up. But I'm, I'm going to promote the stream I'm on, dude. It's going to get Hell wacky. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. I might even uh, debut a... Uh, uh, a bit too hot for the podcast. Ooh. I don't know. I've been sitting on it, and then this whole uh, Asian violence thing happened, and I felt like maybe I shouldn't do it. But Uh-oh. who knows? <laughs> who knows? Jim, you better have an itchy trigger <laughs> finger. Yeah. Oh, during the streamathon? No. Huh? No, no. What is no. this, Kappa? <laughs> yeah, this is Kappa. Kappa? <laughs> oh, man. And also, I'd like to promote the, uh, uh, what is the song by Dream Police, where it's like, it's, all, it's just begun. Is, that, is it, yeah, Stream Police, right? Or Wait, dr- by Cheap Trick? No, Dream Police, where it's like the long... Is it the, is it a, is it the end? Or has it only just begun? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We loved it. Dream Dream Police. Or not Dream Police. Fuck, dude. Fuck you. All right, all right. This right. promo's going Mike. terrible. <laughs> uh, I will... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm going to fight. My endorsement this week is to go on the Patreon and check out the shows I've been doing every week. Yeah, they're uh, great. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, it's it's changing every week what I think that show will be. At first it was, hey, I'm going to show it throughout premises. Then it became, hey, I'm going to try premises. And then last week it was just like, hey, I'm just going to talk. And so I don't know what that show is. It seems like every week it's something new. But uh, it's a show where feedback is really welcome. And I know we ask that all the time, but this one I'm like reiterating asking for it. The more people talk about, the better. I got an insane amount of... Uh, uh, feedback for affirmative action. So thank you very much to the people that uh, commented and left feedback. Please leave feedback on that show. I would really appreciate it. That is my endorsement this week is to leave me feedback on the show I'm doing on Patreon. Real, qu- yeah. <laughs> Real quick, I have an endorsement for Silent Lucidity by Queensryche. There it is. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's what I'm uh, promoting right. as uh, the intro to the streamathon because they're like, is it over or has it just begun? Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I, I mean, it is uh, on Come Town. Thank you. Uh, All right. Well, on that, I'm Jim. We're them. We're out. Word. Word. Word.